Welcome to Unchain Your Inner Strength podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Our worldwide guests share their journeys, expertise, and most valuable business and mindset tools to help you succeed both in life and in business. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, mindset and business mentor, and the founder and owner of Unchain Your Inner Strength podcast and online magazine. My life's passion is to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get their business off the ground, set up effective business and mindset strategies to start working with your sole clients and grow your revenue. If you want to have a chat, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates on new courses. That's at www.mariacrause.com. Hi, Cass. How are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Maria. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to talk to your audience today. I think I'm very delighted that you're here. Cass, um, Cass is a social media manager. Did I get that right? Yeah. And you, you own Social Kitchen Media, right? I do, absolutely. So I help health and wellness experts find paying clients with their social media and Facebook ads. Um, it's such an interesting time right now, but I think even if, you know, right now we're recording in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, I think even if you're going through that and you're in the middle of that and you've seen your business dip, there are ways to leverage social media and more specifically Facebook ads to help your business grow for sure. And Cass, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? How did you get started? Yeah. So I have worked in digital marketing for over 10 years. It's just been an interesting career. I worked for an agency and then came coming to America, um, I worked in a hotel in New Orleans, and then right now I live in Las Vegas, Nevada. I was working for one of the resort companies out here, but I just didn't feel fulfilled. And seeing all these people online, living these great lifestyles, doing their own thing, I thought, you know what, that's what I want for me. And also I want to help others, you know, after you do it, I wanted to help people transition and find the same and, and understand that there is more to life than just going into work, doing a job you hate, paying the bills. I mean, you know it, right? There's definitely more to life. And once you've Absolutely. experienced it, you kind of want to help others do the same, for sure. And how did you feel the transition was? Because I know it can be a bit, I know we have this whole idea because we're looking at people doing stuff online and then you go and start your business and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> Here goes the roller coaster. <laughs> how was it yeah. for you, Cass? You know, yeah, it, I think the seed was really planted when I read Tim Ferriss's four hour work week, like just his whole model and just hearing about this different way of operating. I was thinking to myself, why don't, why doesn't everybody do this? But you know, it's not for everybody for sure. For me, I started my business on the side of my full-time job. It was difficult at the time. I didn't have any children. It was me and my husband. And literally I would get home from work and then start right back on the business. I didn't, really, I didn't, you know, television went out the window. I didn't really have a life for a few <laughs> months while I got things yep. going. And then it was a lot of slogging, you know, building website little by little, um, building a social media page little by little, getting your name out there, figuring things out. And what worked best for me was networking within Facebook groups, I have to say. So if somebody needed something or I would just, you know, offer to help really and just offer some value and then people... I would offer to get on a call and people would say, well, I tell you what, why don't you just do it for me? So that was kind of my in, and that was how I built things. But it was difficult 
And then, so as I got busier with the business, then it became even more hard to juggle the two. And then eventually, actually my corporate job found out about my business. <laughs> so that was really interesting. And, um, and I, I had done my research. I knew that I wasn't breaking any rules, but still I had to um, tell, you know, we had to go to the VP of, I don't know, law or whatever. And I had to say, well, no, my business doesn't compete. It's not interfering with what you do, but still it was a bit difficult. And I think it was the kind of company where they didn't want you doing a side hustle. They just wanted you to focus on what they were doing. And if that was their opinion, that was fine. So, it, so we parted ways further down the line. But that was fine with me because it had gotten to the point that I was doing really well in the business. So that was fine. I was really happy to leave, quite frankly. I was really, it was horrible towards the end. You know, when you're just yeah. ready for a transition and yeah. sometimes you can't make the leap. So the universe steps in and says, right, well, if you're not going to do it, <laughs> do I'm going to do it for you. <laughs> so here we go. Now you're out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I find, I find that very interesting because you're not the first person that, um, that mentioned that. Like I, I have spoken with people who are in Turkey and in Japan and places like that, that they have to find, wow. especially somebody in Japan, that she had to find like this program that um, will hide her from online, which is in Japan, something like that. If, I'm not going to re really get into details, but because she cannot have a business while she's working for her, for her company. Uh, yeah, and it's just I find it a bit unfair. I understand from the side of the company, but you know, you, you want to have a life as well. <clears throat> I I I don't think it's. I think in these days with side hustles, people having Etsy shops, graphic design businesses on the side, whatever. I don't think it's realistic for companies to say no. You just have to work for me, especially right now because. You know, that company right now has furloughed a whole bunch of people and it just got announced that they're probably going to lay off the majority of people that have been furloughed. So to not have anything on the side, like we'll just leave those people completely vulnerable. Uh -huh. I just don't think it's, I don't think it's realistic in such an uncertain time to not think that people shouldn't have a B plan in case their, their main A plan goes you know, really bad. So I, I don't know. I think I agree with you. I, I don't really understand it. I had, I had read the rules. I knew the rules. The rules were as long as it doesn't compete with the business, as long as you do it in your own time, not during the company hours, yeah. then it's fine. Which so makes when sense. They pulled me yeah. up, right. Yeah. And so when they pulled me up about it, I said, well, it's within, I've researched the guidelines. It's within the guidelines, but it's still, they still make sort of, it then, it then became a bit sort of, well, we're going to just try and find ways to sort of edge her out, you know? So it just became a bit of a toxic environment, honestly. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so, as you said, happens, the universe but it's stepped fine, in. But honestly, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad the universe stepped in, honestly, because it's funny now that people with everything going on in during this coronavirus time, I saw somebody post in that department saying, I'm looking for freelance opportunities. And a lot of people said, I couldn't leave such a stable job. And I said, are, are you sure it's really that stable? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. well, like that. It's wouldn't... not really. Mm hmm. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. So anyways, good that the universe stepped in because, and now you're doing, right. what you, and then you're doing what you love. And you today, you're going right. to show your, um, we were talking about um, Facebook ads. And I want to know, because there's, yeah. there's a lot of thing going on on the fact that, you know, there's loads of people online. So there's the, okay, right. are Facebook ads actually converting? Are Facebook ads good now at the moment? Because so many people are trying to do it. What uh, can you tell us a little bit more on on how to work Facebook ads and and 
how beneficial sure. are they? Because I know they are. I just, you know, I've done it years ago, but uh, that's when I first started my business. And for me, when I first started my business, for me personally, I didn't think it was beneficial. I wanted to do grow organically, preferably than um, Facebook. Right. Yeah. But, um, but now I'm in a state yeah. and I'm like, I'm curious. <laughs> I understand. No, I think Facebook ads is a wonderful way to introduce your business to people outside of your network. So you may have, you know, got some people in and you're cultivating and you're, you're gaining their, their relationship and you're building them the like, know and trust factor. But if you want more people into the top, I think it's a wonderful way to introduce yourself to them. And as a record, like, during this coronavirus right now, what we've seen is a lot of the big businesses have pulled their budgets away from Facebook. Therefore, it's actually a really good time to run ads because when you run an ad, you're competing a little bit with the with other people that are targeting the same audience as you. So if there's less of those people, your ads are actually going to be cheaper to show to more people. So it's a really wonderful time to get started. The thing I will say though, is if you're gonna use ads for a lead magnet or to promote um, a low cost product, I think you really have to make sure that that works organically before you put any money behind it. So if you have a lead magnet and you've shared it on social, you've shared it in some groups, you shared it on your Instagram and literally nobody has taken advantage, it might not be the right lead magnet for ads. I would make sure that people sign up organically because putting money to it isn't going to make the lead magnet better. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you couldn't have put it in better words. <laughs> right. But somehow people think it will. And I, I say, well, did you try sharing it? Like, how did your audience respond to it? You know, if you have an email, even if you have just 50 people, if you send to 50 people and literally like not even one person will take you up on it, you might need to think of a different lead magnet or it might just be the way you've named it. Perhaps you haven't given it a good name. Like there's just little tweaks you can do. Maybe the actual thing is very high quality. You might just have to give it a, little, a better name to make it a lot more mm -hmm. compelling. I, I find that to so uh, change dr drastically when you, it's just a little tweak, as you said, when you change like just the right. one word. Um, can I ask you, Cass? Okay, because I remember when I used to do Facebook ads, Facebook would have been very strict on certain titles that you use or certain wordings that you will use. Is that right. still going on now? Because I see some of the ads and sometimes I'm like, I didn't think you could use that like two, three years ago, you know? And I'm reading the whole script and I'm like, what, what the hell, <laughs> basically? Yeah, I, they have become a lot more strict. I think in wake of all the the privacy and all, you know, the Russian scandal with the ads and whatnot and how Facebook came into a bad light. They have really clamped down a bit. They, so for your audience, they don't want you to use language that um, denotes, you know, an obvious like MLM or a, what they call a get rich quick scheme mm -hmm. or a work from home scheme. So you just have to just, there's certain words that their bots will flag. Um, they don't like you being really specific. So you couldn't say like, Hey, late, like, Hey ladies, but having said that, I know what you mean about certain, you read certain ads and you think, wait a minute, you're using the words that I've been flagged for. And mm -hmm. I have, I don't know this for sure, but I think certain ad accounts do seem to get, because when, when I work with people, I will approve, I will, I will create the ads in my own ads manager and then transfer them and then make sure that Facebook approves them. And then I will put them in my clients just so that they don't get, um, you know, rejected because it even, honestly, 
And what I've seen sometimes is things will get approved in my account, but not in my clients. So it's really interesting. Okay. And I have a feeling it's, you know, I don't know this for sure, but just doing this for a little while, if your account has had like rejection, 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 like Facebook doesn't like that <laughs> and will more easily reject your thing as opposed to one that's like not had a rejection at all. That's what I've honestly found. And I've also found that if you then like, some accounts that have spent quite a bit, like I had this one lady I worked with, she'd spent quite a bit of money, like in the five figures on Facebook ads. And then she put, she did something and Facebook like shut her account down. So we had to try and get it open. And we did quite quickly. And I have a feeling it's because she was spending so much money on ads. Okay. Of course, I don't know for sure. So Facebook is not happy help, either way. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I think my advice is just don't, don't be too specific with your audience. Don't say like, hey, ladies or hey, girl, you know, you just want it to be quite generic. They don't want to see that you're obviously targeting people, even though you obviously are targeting people and their mm -hmm. system is such a way that you can. And then just stay clear of the verbiage around get rich, what they consider get rich quick scheme. So, you know, you can't say network marketing or MLM or um, do you want to work from home? Like those are the ones that they don't like for whatever reason. Yeah, no, no, I'm noticed. It's just it's the it's the wording around that you get to come across. But then it's you know you start reading it, and then like today I read one and it was really interesting, and it was something about like oh this is not um this is not a scam or this is not it was something along those lines, and I was just like, mm. <laughs> and then the comments were that as well. It was from people who who were in the same business, and they're like, how did you get away like putting all that on that ad? It makes no sense. <laughs> so it's, it's just so coincidental yeah. that I'm talking to you about this today. That is funny. I know <laughs> that the, the, the department in Facebook that reviews ads, I think they had to make some layoffs or something. Like there, there's a disclaimer right now in ads yeah. manager that's saying like your ad might take longer to review because we've had to consolidate our department. So the, the robots, I think, are doing the majority of the okay. work right now. <laughs> so maybe uh, something just like slipped under the radar or maybe that guy spends a whole bunch of money and so facebook yeah. like eh, you know that's honestly my theory i really think but i could be wrong but that's that's just what you find these little things out for sure but i mean it's just but i tell you if you see a good ad that you really like you should save the link you know to your facebook folder or just take a quick picture so that you can reference it Mm, you know, mm -hmm. if yes. it's, it's good to take inspiration. You know, I'm not saying copy the ad, but it's good to take inspiration and just, you know, change the message to suit your business and your audience. Not perfect. Kaska, can I ask you, how would you recommend this? Okay. This, this audience is mainly people who just started their business. So they've been in business for less than right. a year. Um, would you recommend them to get on Facebook ads now because of what's going on? although they haven't been in business for only a year or less than a year. I think it's really important if you haven't been in business that long to start building your audience ASAP. And I think one of the easiest and best ways is to run a Facebook ad to build your Facebook business page. I know a lot of people don't necessarily agree with this, but I think it's a really good way just to introduce yourself to people. Now keep in mind, if you use this, if you use an ad and you build like 2000 people and then you like just post, not necessarily all 2000 people will see it, but it's just a good way to introduce it. Say you're a coach or you're a, a fitness instructor or a dietitian and 
or you're locally based, you can run ads just to build your page. They're called page like ads. You can run them for as little as a dollar a day and you can just say, hi, um, I'm blah, blah, blah. This is what I do. Like my page too. you know, find out more information, get free something, something, um, find out for the latest offers. You've got to have a bit of an incentive for people to like your page. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really, and that would only, so a dollar a day, $2 a day would cost you 30 to $60. And that way, and you can set a business Facebook business page up like today, like it wouldn't take you long just to do that. Whereas, you know, it will take you longer to do things like a website or do things, mm -hmm. you know, a Facebook business page could be a temporary, <clears throat> excuse me, a temporary website while you are creating everything else. Then once you've created a lead magnet and once that is tested and tried and true and you've gone out and you've made sure that people have signed up, even though you haven't put any money to it, then I think it's a good time to start building out a funnel for that. And Cass, when you say, okay, promote the business page, you saying like do a completely different ad from scratch for it, not use, you know how you go to the business page and it gives you that sometimes it pops up and it says promote by Facebook? Yeah, if you, I mean, I would recommend using the ads manager over that um, because you have better, it, ads manager is, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, it's such a gray kind of, place like Facebook's like blue and nice and light and Facebook ads manager is such a gray dismal not very user experience I <laughs> know um, I've even actually told like I had to do some kind of survey or something and Facebook said do you have any other suggestions and I was like yeah why is ads manager the thing that makes you guys this money such a terrible user experience like, like yeah. oh, that's, that's a good point <laughs> they still haven't changed it though but never yeah. mind um yeah, so I would recommend, you know, and you can probably find a couple of YouTube videos on just how to set up a page. They call it a page like ad. So it's an ad designed to get more likes to your Facebook okay. business page. So you wouldn't recommend yeah. to use that promote button there on your no, page? Because, no, because they, for the most part, they limit the targeting on that. And, you know, they just, I think they make the most of their money that way. And it just, I don't know, it's, it's kind of unfortunate because it doesn't have the targeting that ads manager does with ads manager. You can target by location, you can target by interest. Mm. And I would definitely recommend doing research on interests, making sure that you really do find your ideal client with that. And you can just get a bit more specific with it. So for sure. But I think you just need a really nice, easy ad, just something like two or three lines that just say who you are, what you do and why they should like your page. That will get you ads. And then you're looking for likes that would be around 20 cents or 20p, wherever you're running the ads from, whichever country. Um, 20p a like or 20 cents a like or less. Like, that, like any more than 50 cents, you need to change up the ad or change up the audience. Like you want the likes to be under that for sure. Okay. One more thing yeah. I'd like to ask you. What about um, video ads? Tell me yeah, a little bit so, more about them. I, don't, I think video ads are really a great way to engage and to show people who you are, but it really depends on the video and you really want the video. People on average watch about three seconds of video on Facebook and you really want to make sure that that three seconds is compelling and eye-catching. So it depends how proficient you are at video because I know a lot of people, they don't like video and they don't like getting on video. So if that's you, then I wouldn't stress, I would just stick with it with an app. But 
I have seen recently videos do pretty good. Um, I'm helping somebody with a virtual summit and the, the video that he's put together is a compilation of all the speakers that are going to be attending the summit and that's doing really well. So if you're, but I if you, or if you, I say for something like that, you kind of, because a lot of us have Facebook, are you scrolling? I, let's say I, I personally, like I have it on silent. Yeah. And if it's something, like you said, it really catches my eye, then I will turn the volume on or I will press it to listen to it. But if not, I'll just keep scrolling and I'd rather read something than having. But I'd say for a summit, it'll be, it, you, I think it would be more eye-catching if you do a video than actually writing down everybody who's going to be on the summit. But yeah, I agree. And that's why I think it's working as well as it is. Um, and we're getting a lot of signups for the summit from the video. It, it depends. I mean, if video is a, such a core, there's some people that video is such a core part of their business, like Marie Forleo, who has Marie TV. And, you know, I think for that, and if you've decided that video is your main content, sort of anchor sort of thing that you focus on, I think promoting the videos and sharing them is definitely a good strategy. I do think people get a bit confused with what strategy to use. And actually I've developed um, a little freebie to help with that. Um, because like you said, at the beginning, you don't really know like what you should do, how you should do it, where you should go, what you should do. So um, I will definitely mention that at the end of the show that, that I have a resource that people just take the quiz and the quiz basically tells you like which strategy is gonna work best for your business. Another thing that people come to me to is they, they want to just promote the, um, they want to just promote their service. You know, they just, they, they say, well, I want to run an ad for my $1,500 program. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably, <laughs> I don't know about that because, and I say to them, that's like the equivalent of you going out to your, you know, high street in your town and just approaching some strangers and saying, hi, I have a $1,500 program. Would you like to buy? Like, like, I don't, like, I don't know who you are. So understand that if you have a high ticket, like product, you're going to have to do some kind of lead generation, warming up kind of thing. I've never seen it work where people just will buy $1,500 from an ad. I have seen it work that people will buy $20 from an ad. So if they have, you know, if you have a product, that's $20 sure or $27 that seems to be the the big strategy right now everyone has a $27 offer that they're promoting via Facebook yeah. I've seen that work but a $1,500 no, no that is not going to work no but as you should you mentioned Mary Forleo before and she's got a new program coming up but she's always offering a freebie before bringing them into the program so this is even people who have yeah. been in business for a long time and are successful they still won't offer you straight away a high ticket program there's no chance like on an ad is that uh, happening? <laughs> not one person does that. <laughs> no. <laughs> not one person. So, I tell you, people get on the calls with me and they say, right, yeah, I'm ready to launch. I, let's, and I say, okay, what's your freebie? And they say, well, I, I don't have one. I'm like, okay, well, you need one because this just, I'm, I'm not going to waste your time and money. This just won't work. Like, yeah. So. And it's simple. It's just like, I think a lot of people go around with the freebies that they have to do this massive things. And sometimes you just have to do a list, just a quick list, whatever your niche is. Mm. Like, let's say if you're a business coach, it's like, okay, three simple steps to start your business or three simple steps to start talking to your ideal clients. So it's something really simple. You don't have to go out of your way and, you know, create this massive hundred pages ebook <laughs> to bring into, no. bring into the funnel. 
I do think less is best. And I don't know why, but some, for some reason I'm seeing, and I've heard that things called like blueprints are working really well. Like the blah, blah, blah blueprint. I don't know that I've heard that's working really well right now. Um, but like you said, I think less is best. You don't have to do a hundred page ebook for sure. You just need to do something that will give your person a quick win and it's something that they're looking for. And like right now, I mean, it's really timely to do things that there's a lot of people that don't know what to do with their businesses. So if you can create a freebie to help your ideal customer with the situation, that's going to work, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think it's like when you, when you see that you, if it's too much, you get overwhelmed and you, automatically right. you go into that negative mindset that you can't do it. And it's like, oh no, I, I don't want to do it. It's too much work, you know? Nobody wants to do a lot of work. <laughs> the work needs no. to be done, but we don't want to do a lot of work. So it's that. Uh, Cass, right. your tips have been amazing. It's just like, it's one of those things. I'm like, like I said, I used to do the Facebook ads. I couldn't find my way around it. I used to spend a lot of money on them at the beginning. And I'm like, and I used to get one like. <laughs> Not right. even, like they wouldn't even click on my lead magnet. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Uh, but also, as you said, you go to ads manager and there's another word that like, you come in and it's like, oh my God, where do I start? Yeah. Um, not yeah. one of my strength, I have to say. So thank you so much for doing this, kind of, having this kind of service. Sure. Right in uh, and Kat, before <laughs> we wrap up, Lovie, can you tell us where they can find you if they want to work with you? Uh, and also, what do you provide services to all kinds of businesses, products and services? Or do you have a specific, who is your ideal client? So I do really work predominantly with health and wellness professionals, but I have definitely worked with people with products in the past, but for the most part, that's my focus is health and wellness professionals. So um, dietitians, fitness instructors, life coaches, um, business coaches as well. Just anyone that's kind of trying to help, you know, people make, you know, make people's lives better and build their health mm -hmm. and wellness for sure. But you can find out more about me at socialkitchenmedia.com. I also have a podcast as well called the Success Recipes Podcast. And I just wanted to mention that freebie if anyone wants to take of that course. quiz and find out the best strategy. So you can go get it at socialkitchenmedia.com forward slash Facebook ads quiz. So they take the quiz and then the quiz so once they find out the best strategy for them, they'll then get a video to walk through exactly how to set up that strategy in Facebook ads manager. All right. Perfect. Just well, I'm definitely going to have a look. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> going to check it out. So I'm going to drop this links all in the, on the podcast anyways. Uh, so, but yeah, so you can find Cass Wilson. Amazing, amazing, amazing tips. Thank you so much for being here, Cass. Thank you, Maria. It's been a pleasure. Thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you got great value from this interview. And if you'd like to ask us anything related to mindset and business, uh, share your thoughts, or simply become a guest on this podcast, you can contact me at www.mariacrowset.com. Please share this podcast, bring your friends in, and make sure you subscribe. That way you can get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. You can find us in all your favorite platforms and you can also find us in YouTube. This is Maria C. Krause, Mindset and Business Mentor and the founder and owner of Ancheno and Strength Podcast and Online Magazine. I'm sending you tons of love and virtual hugs wherever in the world you are. See you soon.